Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this episode of Thunderdome Metal Reviews. I'm Tracy Newport. With me, as always, are my brothers in arms, Ben, Gabe, and David. I have felt it has been too long since we've left the warriors and mages at home, and it's time to bring in our D&D hats and roll some dice and play again. Welcome to Thunderdome Metal Reviews. Um, This week we're doing, or this episode week, however you want to count the days go by, Smolder's newest album. It is Violent Creed of Vengeance. I believe Mr. Reverend Lindsay has some details for us. I do. It is their second full length, released on Cruisedale Sore Music on April 21st of 2023. Runtime of 42 minutes and 17 seconds. The lineup is Sarah Ann on vocals, Sean Vincent on guitars, Colin Wolf on guitars, Adam Blake on bass, and Kevin Hester on drums. Michael Moorcock. They tapped for some narration, which since I'm pretty sure he passed away, they must have found a recording uh, for their fifth track. And... Oh, that was him, all right. That was him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy's my bro. So, yeah, that was him. Then Roland Rodas did the mastering. The only is Rodas you feel. Indeed. So, so why gonna... this, Tracy? Explain yourself. Well, looking through the albums available for April, I needed to pick. And I this was a known quantity, so I picked them. Because I'd heard their first release, um, oh, what's the name of that? Um, Times of Obscene, Evil, and Wild Daring, which has a very human-esque cover image, cover art for it, <laughs> and Dream Quest Ends, which apparently is an EP, but it's just a minute, like 30 seconds shorter than the first album, and only a couple minutes shorter than this album. Like, I don't get an EP versus album LP sometimes, but okay. But yeah, and so there's a known quantity. And while I don't want to say they're home run swings by any means, they've been solid. So I was happy to go on this journey with them. And allow me to give a correction. Michael Moorcock is still alive. So, all right. Muted, David. It's probably for the best. Everything I said was insane. So. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely see this being very influenced by the Elric series. Like, it, it's got to be somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> Injurits and D&D. Like, these, this band's a cheesier version of Megaton Sword, if that's possible. Druid Lord. Yeah, I actually listened to a podcast where um, the band was interviewed or part of the band was interviewed. Um, shout out to Lost in the Catacombs, another uh, podcast that just launched, Metal pod- Podcast. But anyway, um, so they said that they did engage Michael Moorcock for that voiceover, and they were going to have him read like a book blurb, but um, he insisted on writing them something original to read over their own album which they were totally stoked about um, i mean that's pretty badass so it is <laughs> regardless of what you might think about uh you know fantasy or yeah. you know well i enjoy fantasy so hey well, as talking. a general rule i am a fan of fantasy um sometimes in musical format it's it's not so great but um I thought that this was, as Tracy said, it's pretty solid. I mean, I have some quibbles with it, but it's only like their second album, and it's mostly inoffensive. 
I think it's kind of cool that uh, apparently Sarah Ann's day job is that she is also an album reviewer uh, for Banger TV. Um, and I thought she did a pretty decent job with the vocals. And, you know, as I've talked about with power metal ad nauseum, although this isn't quite power metal, but it's also not not power metal. Um, that is where most of these bands fall down as a singer. I thought she did a pretty good job. I thought she used the falsetto slightly too much, but um, other than that, uh, I, you know, found that this album was pretty easily digestible. You didn't think this was power metal? It's not. It's think... not power metal. What would you say it is? Underpowered metal. I think it falls under. <laughs> it's epic heavy metal. I think it's your epic to... heavy metal game. Your face is epic heavy metal. Your face. <laughs> your <laughs> face. Yeah. What's I think the it's difference? To what we talked about, Megaton Sword. And like it's a happy epic version because like you don't have the speed that you can always associate with power metal. These oh, guys play okay. more on the yeah, doom sure. side as well, which I think adds a part. Like I think their first album yeah. is even classified as like epic doom metal, like very much Candlemas style. Like it's closer to that. Mm-hmm. It's crunchier, a little bit more heavier, like a little more down tempoed and like dronier. I feel like while this one's much more just a little. It misses Got some it. of the crunchiness that it's, the first album had. And also, it's not as over the top. It's like fucking Glory Hammer or, um, indeed, you know, any of those bands are. Dragon Force. Diggy Diggy Do. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I I also feel like it's not as riffy as like any of that other stuff, which is just like yeah, yeah. It's just way way over the top um, on all fronts, including the vocals, which I would agree that um, Sarah Ann's vocals are great and they add a, a lot to the band sound my complaint with them was that there's way too much reverb on her voice like she really doesn't there's need that it too. um yeah and i don't know if that's a conscious decision whether it happens to fit in better better with the, what the other band members are doing who knows I, I don't think she needs it whatsoever um is it a little bit slow for me tempo wise yes sure um is it uh, would I prefer like more intricate work with compositions and maybe like more solos? Yes, but I think you know for what it is, it's very good. Yeah, I wish that they had either leaned heavily or into the doom and slowed it down just a little bit more and embraced more of the trappings of doom metal, or just left that part of it out. But again, that's being incredibly nitpicky. Yeah, like. I've enjoyed, like, for the most part, because they've been solid for what I've heard, but it always feels like every album, and this is, like, an overarching view, like, there's just a little bit missing, like, if they just had a little more power in there, or if it's a little more, let's just drop it in some D, like, drop the tuning a little bit and slow it down to add a little crunchiness to it. Like, it feels like there's just, the, like, just that last little, like, flavoring to it that would make it a great dish. And this is their second album, so maybe they kind of pieces fall together a little bit more, but... Overall, it's still, I think, a solid work and a welcome addition to their catalog if you're a fan of their music. I mean, we're only two albums in, so. It may be a while before the next one, too. I mean, from what I was listening to this interview with the band saying, it's really a, um, you know, it's more, it's much more of a hobby than it is uh, a, a career for them. Uh, not to mention they're on two different continents. Um, so 
that makes recording and, and touring a bit challenging. I mean, it makes touring, I think, the challenge of a recording. No, I mean, who was it? Um, Morris Prince PMS, like one was in Finland, one was in the US, and recorded an entire mm. album that way. Um, well, it depends on if you want to. I mean, you certainly can do it digitally and be in different parts of the world, but like if you want to get together in a room and do it, then yeah, it would make it yeah. difficult. And I don't know how they did it, but I mean, it, their first album came out in 2019, so. I would agree that four years seem is exactly what they're sitting at as the average right now. So, well, I want to like they released 2019, then Dream Quest then came out a, a year later, and that's just a minute short. Like they released two hours worth of music content in four years, which is a little more than most bands. Like if you think about it, because not everybody has such a like a set typical three record tour cycle kind of deal. I do like she does try some stuff with her voice so, on this album. Sure. Like it, I don't know if it necessarily lands though, but she does try. It's better than our vocals, Tracy. That's not saying much. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, if I try to hit that note, my wife would leave me. You guys would end the podcast. It'd be over. Whoa. I'd no be Man of war. Man of war, indeed. The man is divorced. Well, we ready to talk about tracks or? Um, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna say if you like one, you'll like them all on this pretty much because I mean they're very similar in style, at least. And there's a little change up with Path of Witchery and Spellforger, but I really enjoyed the Talisman, the Blade, and Victim of Fate. I will piggyback on that a little bit to say that I think the album does work as a whole, but for me, not all tracks are created equal. The The back half is the best half. And um, I was super into Spellforger and Dragonflayer's Doom, as well as the Talisman and the Blade. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's a little long to truly for me to say just take the ride and i but you know i do mostly agree with tracy that if you're going to like one you're probably going to like them all because they're very similar but i also agree with gabe that the two best tracks are still forger and dragon slayers dude and forger i mean just i don't know 42 minutes to me is a reasonable ride length so i am getting on the ride it wasn't my favorite thing. It's not my favorite genre, even if I thought in my mind it was power metal because it had Tracy all over it. Nonetheless, <laughs> it's not, still not my favorite thing, but, you know, Who Among Us was not once an elf killed by ogres. So, no judgment. You're dead. You're dead. Oh, then, gentlemen, grades. I chose this voice, of course. I'll go first. I'm going to give it a low B in 84. I'm going to give it a high C plus. Cowards. <laughs> what are you giving it? Um, well, I think this is a fun album. And even though it's like not what I seek out and totally uh, not what I, you know, it's not going to change me into a person that seeks out this stuff i 
you know, there's not a whole lot wrong with this. Uh, it's inoffensive in a way that I would say doesn't hurt. And I'm going to give it a B plus. Give it a, oh, wow. 80, 87. I am not going to do that. I'm going to come in at a 79 as well, which I'm guessing where Ben was. It's all right. It's fine. It's perfectly listenable. Um, yeah, Gabe, just the fantasy runs deep. It must be, it must be like, also, I don't really know this genre, so I don't know how this band stacks up. And, you know, maybe my assessment is not, not, uh, really, um, uh, what do you call it? Calibrated. Uh, Gabe, only um, one of us truly listens to this genre on purpose. And their, well, name, yeah, but, and their name rhymes with Blasey. The other thing, but the other thing is, even if we could just compare it to like uh, Megaton Sword, which we all heard not too long ago, mm-hmm. for me, this is so much more interesting than that. And you guys like That's... that. Um, I didn't I didn't care for it as much. Um, we should partly because it. the vocals sucked, <laughs> um, which is weird. But anyway, like the same kind of some of the same issues in the sense that like they didn't have super it wasn't super riffy it wasn't super like heavy i don't know i guess it's a taste thing what this reminds me of makes me think is gabe's giving this a nice grade for when he gets the ocean next month he's just like nope and just slap it down with like a d and just like nope d minus 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 being nice so he can slap that down harder Like how Tracy thinks there's like some sort of calculus to like the grades that you know, I don't know, maybe just protect my weak. feelings, maybe. He's like, this would be the one to give a good grade. Because <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I thought this was gonna be like my B and a bunch of like C minuses. And I'm like, par for the course, but okay. <laughs> Gabe wants to win that car, Tracy. I guess so. <laughs> um our average is eighty-two. Um uh 50 50 on buying it, I guess. I would buy it and Gabe would buy it. Nope. We'll see where they go from here. It's like if the next like couple albums, whenever they come out, are really awesome, I might would circle back and get this one. But right now, now. Yeah. All right. That does us in. That finishes up our smolder. And we move into a. We've done our first album, and I think we're going to do their final album. With Gage Pick, Holy Moses, and Visible Queen. Holy Diver. Okay, no, it's not Holy Diver. <laughs> different, different Holy. Different Holy, different, different country. Different holy, Holy, Holy. Heilige Scheiße. Heilige Scheiße, y'all. What's the this one? All right. Deuces. Oh. Deuces.